This is KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Welcome to our show. Hello. This is Hi, I'm Tula. I'm, I'm Abby. And what are we talking about today? So we're going to be talking about expression. Oh yeah, here we go. So start us off. Yeah, so uh, what is expression? So the definition of expression, just like according to the dictionary, is the process of making known one's thoughts or feelings. Oh, okay. Awesome. What are we talking about first? Uh, so first we're going to talk about how does artistic expression help us cope and process? Good question. So I honestly see expression as something that's so vital to most anything that I do in daily life. Yeah. We're here on the radio for expression, right? And I think that using any sort of expression, drawing, painting, you know, writing, mm-hmm. all these things are very great ways to cope with things. Yeah, so for me, expression is just communicating. Um, and so to be able to communicate um, how we uh, feel through something that's not just words is incredibly, um, it's beautiful. It's to be able to know you're not alone. It's really great. Yeah, you, I totally agree with you. And when it comes to expression, do you think it's always necessary? Uh, I don't think expression is always necessary. I think it's important to know when to express yourself and when to stay quiet. I agree with that. I feel like oftentimes expression, I mean, I feel like it could be over the top Mm -hmm. in theory, but I don't know if I've ever really seen it. Yeah, totally. Um, So is expression always necessary? Like we just said, like sometimes it's necessary, sometimes it's not. So do you think you need to be able to express yourself to be able to grow? Um, I'm going to say yes. So for me, expression has been a super important part of my development as a person. And I've gone through about a billion hobbies, I'd say. And it's honestly been a lot for me. <laughs> like, I feel like everything that I've done so far has been very helpful overall. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I feel like without the expression that I use, it's kind of subpar. Yeah, know? totally. Um, sorry guys, we're having some technical difficulties, so (laughs) we're just like switching mics and stuff. Yeah, we just ran around the studio to get Abby behind the right mic. Yeah, so so hopefully you can hear me now. (laughs) Um, so why is expression important for people? I honestly find that expression is, again, like I feel like oftentimes when we talk on this show, we're like, oh, this is vital to human development and to humanity and all of these things. And honestly, expression is because all all of the advancements that we've made as a race have come out of expression, art, you know, writing as expression, even reading and everything like that, barter systems when we made pots and vases and all of these things all came from from a place of expression, right? Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I mean, that's about all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, so, I'm so sorry. I'm really flustered. <laughs> um, how does artistic expression help us better understand the world around us? Hmm. I feel like if you view everything through a lens that it came from um, an artistic perspective, it makes living and uh, functioning a lot more palatable. Yeah, I think for me, um, artistic expression 
especially like literature, it can help us understand the world around us and it can um, heighten our experiences because we start understanding things that we didn't even know about ourselves. Exactly. So how do you think that feelings and stuff correlate with expression? I think feelings, uh, I mean, they're, they're what leads to our expression. Um, you have the feeling and then you need to get it out somehow. And so your artistic expression, um, it, it just shows that. I, I guess I agree. I mean, I feel like expression is all about, you know, the way you feel. And you, you see that in a lot of art pieces, right? Yeah, totally. I'm in an art history class right now. And a lot of things that we have to learn about is like, why did the artist make this piece? What are they expressing by painting this? And I feel like with any sort of expression, even if maybe the expression is not tangible, right? Yeah. I feel like it all comes from some sort of emotion. Yeah. Right? I think... It's interesting to talk about expression in school and how we're analyzing expression um, because I guess I, I had to read the book Catcher in the Rye a couple years ago Me for, for school and I really did not like it honestly when I read it I, I just didn't relate to the character of Holden Caulfield and I just really it wasn't my favorite um, but then after analyzing it I realized what an interesting piece of literature it was and kind of it really it was really interesting to hear someone else's perspective on the world um, and so sometimes that happens when you're analyzing things during school, but other times I think reading books and then digging into them so deeply, it, it takes away from the experience of reading it all. Yeah. And I feel like we can hyper-focus on parts of, of some sort of expression that are not maybe what author of said expression meant it to be. Mm-hmm. Like I think that Catcher in the Rye is a really great example because it's a book that a lot of high schoolers obviously have done a lot of work on entire units everything like that and i just i've noticed that oftentimes people are like oh holden caulfield is this pessimist and whatnot and what we fail to realize is to observe his character and a lot of characters in literature from the author's perspective i'd say like why is this character being written this way and maybe why are they acting out because i would say that holden was not a good person yeah and people be like oh i don't like that character yeah i mean that's kind of the point yeah i I don't think you are supposed to like him right yeah and i think it's interesting to think about the author or the artist's relation with the character or the piece and i think sometimes in school they miss essential questions like that why is the author writing this character why are they painting this way and just simple like what is their connection rather than what is your interpretation it's interesting to think about the artist but also the point of art is to be interpreted yeah and honestly i feel like old literature is a really funny example of expression because you know even english itself has changed so much absolutely like um i had to read ugh a bunch of old English books and mm-hmm. there's a couple couple easier easier ones to digest like you know the crucible yeah um that one for sure was a real interesting read mm-hmm. and um not even it was like complex but like I mean it was about you know the Salem witch trials yeah right and learning about things like that and thinking like oh why did the author write about this and maybe like maybe yes the setting is the witch trials but why mm-hmm. and you know like what is the author expressing by making it so i want to ask you how you think like how does art itself differentiate from its purpose like do you think there's always like a clear cut like oh well it, it's painted because of blank or whatever absolutely not i think art can come from so many different places and i think at the end of the day i mean 
when an artist puts their art out into the world, whether it be a book or a painting or whatever, when the artist puts that out into the world, it leaves room for um, interpretation. And so it's their gift to the world. Now it's everyone else's. It's not really theirs anymore. So now it's your interpretation. I've had quite interesting arguments about art, actually, when it comes to expression, whatever. Like, I almost don't think that art was ever really meant for the masses. Really? Yeah. And I had this very, very, very long argument um, with someone who used to be in my life. And it was like, it was really interesting because they came from this perspective that like, well, art is made for the public, right? Mm -hmm. But when I'm thinking about it, I think the art is this precious thing. Like, I don't know. What was, what was Da Vinci really painting the Mona Lisa for? Yeah. Probably not for, you know, it to be marveled at the way that it is. Or maybe he did. And I feel like there's a lot of different perspectives you can take mm. when it comes to, like, why was this painted? Why was that? And the, the hardest yeah. part about um, observing expression expressions from people who are no longer around is we don't really know. Yeah, you can never say truly what their intention was. I think it's really interesting to talk about that because when an artist is alive and they purposefully put their art out into the world, yeah. it's a lot easier to be like, oh, I wonder what they meant because you can literally like send them a tweet yeah. and ask them what they meant. Um, but for people who have died, like old artists or old authors, you can never know their intention, especially when things are released um, after they've died. How how could you ever know if it was meant to be released? If exactly. they were why they were doing we, we it? We see this all the time. It's like, oh, here's this uncovered piece that we found in in um, Beethoven's secret library in his mm-hmm. house. I don't really think that was like, you know, it feels almost intrusive. It does feel intrusive, and I honestly wonder if there's a line like, does history, does uncovering more about the past overrule the past itself? What do you mean? Like. I mean, that I feel like that's a fine example when it comes to like, okay, well, I wrote this love song for someone yeah. and it was meant only for them to hear. Mm-hmm. And now there's a million symphonies around the world playing it for the masses. Hmm. I feel like that feels like it's kind of or- overshadowing why it's there in a way. And yeah. I, I still, of course, of course, I'll enjoy some serenade, right? And I'll play a serenade. Totally. And I don't think it's so like, oh, actually, no one play old classical music no one do anything <laughs> but i think it's interesting to think about like i don't know how i guess i'll never get to know why why exactly it was written mm-hmm. or you know talk to the person it was made from and that happens even in our modern world right like i doubt jk rowling would really want to answer a tweet for me yeah but you know i feel like it's it's a lot different when things come from the 1500s and obviously intentions with everything have changed right yeah i think old old works of literature old musical pieces old art um it's difficult to process them now yeah because i mean the time was just so different you could say different things you could do different things i I mean your everyday life was just so incredibly different that different things were acceptable so i think this is a good transition into um you know are some books should we should we read books that we consider offensive in school? Like with terms like the N-word and stuff like that? Um, this is a good question. I am going to go with yes. Only from uh, an educated perspective, as long as the unit's covering like, this is why this book is bad. This is why this is what. And maybe even be critical of the book 
maybe we're doing this unit to like yeah understand why it was written or whatever and that would be a good thing to learn about but i feel like oftentimes that's not how it's done and we're just like oh well this is old literature so we don't have the right to criticize it right because mm-hmm. obviously they knew what they were doing if this book's been around for this long right yeah and people are still reading it yeah i see what you're saying um but yeah when it comes to how the political climate changes and how that affects censorship and whatever i feel like observing things that are not part of pc culture is a very important way to get educated on pc culture yeah i think um for me personally modern day interpretations of literature i i I don't think we can censor this classic literature because it is a part of our history not that it's okay to use these terms or these phrases or treat people this way anymore it's that was never okay and it's not okay now but it's important that we reflect on those pieces of literature and why they were written that and way. And why they're not okay. And why they're not okay. Because, because yeah, again, we, it's the ignorance thing. Like, if you're just ignoring it, then... Yeah, if we end up censoring our history, which we have in America, mm-hmm. but if we end up censoring it to a degree that we can't even read old books with language we don't use anymore, um, I, I think we forget, and then the same thing will happen again. Yeah. And that's and the importance of history honestly it's it's kind of weird to think about that like obviously how a lot of things that we would find completely inappropriate to even think about saying to even think about you know believing in are were totally acceptable if not a praised ideal in the past yeah absolutely and i think that it's it's really important to think like okay where was the artist coming from and why is it bad right totally and that brings me to another point especially when it comes to art so what's let's talk about like good versus bad art how Mm -hmm. do you feel about that i honestly i don't think that there is really such a thing there is no good art there is no bad art there is subjectively how you feel about a piece of art but i don't think anyone can ever like no one's all not everybody in the world is going to agree that a piece is good or bad like you cannot find a piece that everyone thinks about the same way so how can you ever say that it is good or bad I I guess we will have a little discourse here. Here okay. is my thing. Right? Yeah. I had argued so much with this person about art, like I brought up. And my conclusion is, yes, there is good art and bad art. But it's not about, is this done correctly? Is it traditional? Well, what is do you mean by good or bad? That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting okay, to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. What I think good and bad is, like, it's, it's about intention and we never know, right? So when it comes to, like was this piece made for the public was this piece made out of out of a greedy standpoint it's like oh i'm making this so i get paid then i don't i don't value it maybe as much as i do as like this hidden coven of art that was like maybe not meant to be put into a famous museum yeah but when or when it comes to the subjectivity of art yeah i agree with you because you're right. I mean, I feel like we could both look at a re- like even even some of Picasso's really abstract pieces, right? Yeah. They are worth billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that maybe they're they're as impressive as the Birth of Venus or some some gigantic yeah, crazy totally. p- painting and stuff like that. So what when it comes down to me is like, is this art good? I don't know because I didn't make it. Huh. So you think. Uh, a pieces or a, a work of art's worth is determined by the artist's yes. thoughts about when it. When it comes to like, oh, well, here's me stapling a banana to a canvas to sell to this billionaire for the tax <laughs> write-off. That is not art at all to me. Yeah. Or may- 
per se, maybe it's bad art. But if you staple a banana to a canvas out of expression and out of out of some metaphorical, uh, it's a microcosm of how society behaves today. Yeah, you're trying to say something. Good job. Good on you. I don't care if I don't like it. I don't care if I don't understand it. Huh. You made it with the intention that you're expressing yourself. Yeah. If you're making it for the intention of money, it's not good art to me. I, yeah, I think it's, I think you're right, actually. I think it's really easy to tell when people make art because they're trying to make money i think that's really easy or when it's forced i think the best art comes just when it's free-flowing when they when you're trying to say something so we both participate in some sort of expression right that is absolutely true um let's talk about some of our forms of expression i can go first if you want yeah go for it okay so for me I have always been really into music, right? Yeah, you're very good at it. I'm very proud of you. (laughs) From a long time ago. I started playing fiddle, everyone, fiddle. And I played that for maybe a year. I did not know that. Took lessons when I was like a little kid. Learning something about Tula. Yes, and I hated it. I could not read music. It was written on the paper like, like... (laughs) <laughs> like kind of in a hill so i know if it was a higher note or lower note and it was like three zero one three zero one wait so it wasn't is, like actual mm-hmm, which was the fingerings for the notes so oh. i just had to memorize it and of course i was like there's n- there's no way i can do this so i quit because i was a little kid and i was like i can't even do math i can't count <laughs> and so I, you know i was like this is not fun yeah fifth grade totally. comes along and they're like oh guys who wants to be an orchestra and i was like oh fine so I go in and I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to play the saxophone. And then my friend was like, oh, I want to play cello. And I was like, yeah, well, if you're doing it, I might as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and here I am six years later in the LC Chamber Orchestra for cello. Yeah. <laughs> so I have been playing cello as a form of expression. And I will admit that at this point in my life, it's lost a little bit of spark for me when it comes to yeah. as a form of expression because I have to play cello for a grade now. So it's not as yeah, as totally. fun as it was like I am playing because I have this recital and I want to share my love for the way that I sound and yeah. the way I harmonize with this piano. It's not quite like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited after COVID restrictions and stuff like that. Yeah, to be able maybe, to actually maybe play. Maybe I will with get your, to play. Maybe yeah. I'll get to play for y'all. That would so, yeah. be so fun. Let's talk about some of your forms of expression. Okay, I have a question for you first. Yes, though. okay. So how does your expression make you feel? Why, when you were inspired by cello, why did you play? I played because I've always had this dream since I started playing, since I was p- just plucking and they were like, you can't pick up your bows yet. The day I can sit down and play because I feel like playing and I don't have to look at music and I don't have to be technical and I can play and it sounds like how I'm feeling, that is why I play. And I, I'm still working on reaching that point. That's awesome. Thank you, I love Abby. that. Let's talk about you. Okay, so for me, I have always loved writing. Um, at first, it was kind of uh, just like little fiction stories in elementary school. <laughs> um, and then it kind of turned into, in seventh grade, I had a really great English teacher. Um, and he inspired me to write poetry and so I started writing poetry and I really have not stopped I mean that's not true I have stopped because (laughs) you know I like different (laughs) different breaks in time and how I'm feeling and stuff but yeah yeah, I write poetry you do yes okay what if you shared some with us okay that would be fun but first you're gonna share some of your cello 
I'm actually not. Yes, you I are. I can't. I didn't. Tula. I'm not. You promise. I didn't promise. Okay. I texted. Okay, here's the thing. No, Abigail, no, 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 She said, she said she would play this video and it's a great video. So Tula, please. Nope. It's from a recital like a year and a half ago and I don't think that I need to subject y'all to that. Okay, then I'm not reading my poetry. Live on air, I will refuse to read poetry. We will just go into a song break if you do not play your cello. I literally have no words for you. That is so stubborn. Yeah, I know. Yours is written down. It's not like... Yours is on a, a drive in your phone. Please, no, Tula. I'm not doing it. Okay. Well, then we're going to go to a song break. Yeah, right after this break. So we'll see you. Okay, bye. Bye. so international as a powerful idea. I'm Edmund White. It is the overwhelming international flavor of the lesbian and gay rights movement that has proved so powerful over the past couple of decades. And one radio program has been there to record, to inform, and to entertain. So please keep listening to This Way Out, the international lesbian and gay radio magazine on this station. Tune into This Way Out at its new time every Saturday morning at 11.30 right here on KYRS, your community radio station.
Welcome back to Tabby Cat, y'all. Hi, guys. So, Hi. so we had we had a little brawl during the break. Yeah. And we've come. We just hit each other a lot. Yeah. We, we took it into the parking lot. Yeah. We figured it out. So what we decided is I don't have a current representation of my plane, but Abby does have a pretty good representation of the way she writes. So yeah. we're going to have her share. So I'm just going to read a couple poems real quick. Um, yeah. I'm not going to give you any background. This is my interpretation your interpretation so let's go okay this one's called love muse your hair has grown long it was short the summer i met you my love for you is drawn out but never stretched thin and i think the only sin unparalleled would be for me to say your name with no intention of cassetting it you are not my light in the darkness you are not my light at all you are not my love Rather, you are love itself. I come close to worshiping you some days, to getting down on my knees and washing your feet with my hair as the rag. You are something altogether biblical to me, something that I believe in but cannot see. I am not obsessed. I am not enthralled at all. I am not your lover. Rather, I am the muse you seek out in the middle of the woods when you hold nothing but your acoustic guitar and your intent to burn forests down with scathing melodies. You say that you are not pulling away from me, that you love me more than ever. I look like the juvenile I am when I beg for your affection. You say you know I'd never make you choose me over anyone. I wish you knew me better. I am jealous by nature level-headed by practice, emotional since birth. You knew when I put that ring on your hand that those things would be true until the day you choose to leave it in the bedside drawer. My lifespan has grown long. It was supposed to be short the summer I met you. And I envisioned a future when I looked in your eyes and you envisioned a woman who could be your wife. Life changes so rapidly, 
I can hardly keep my head on straight with the past blowing so hard, so far behind me. When we leave this town, it will not be together. I hope you choose me, though, in spite of the weather. You are love, and I want that for myself. And I want that until the day I die. Because I am a muse, and without love, a muse does nothing but wallow. Uh, yeah, so that was called Love, Muse. I, I've heard it, and I'm still, like, sitting back in awe. Shut up. You're it's, so nice. It's so funny being friends with someone who's, like, overtly talented at something. I, I just, I love hearing your stuff. That's so crazy. That's how I feel about you playing cello. That's crazy, too. Abby has attended a lot of my concerts when I was part of the Youth Symphony, and I used to play at the Fox. Yeah, it was crazy. So cool. I know, right? And, yeah, currently... I'm just doing my own thing, so. Yeah, um, should I read another one, or do we want to move on? How, how are you feeling? Um, I'll read another one. Let's do it. Why not? Okay, um, this one I just called, well, I'll tell you the title at the end, because otherwise it's a spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> Me spoiling my own poetry before I read it? Please. All right. A lowland drive in the middle of the night, no streetlights lined the roads. She labored in a field of doves at the age of 15. The heat of the sun could not fetter her to the earth. Her feet elevated, ascending from the ground, but her heart flowed over with grief. Her master worked her endlessly, allowing no sobs to escape her breathless lungs. In the dead of darkness, she packed a bag, climbed on a bird, and flew away. She left her heart behind, and all this time she had never crossed the border. The cool of the night, and she couldn't even cry for her loss. Days passed. She longed for the wandering shrieks of the sparrows in the trees above her quarters. Her body weakened, her eyes dry, her belly full of grain, her heart waiting back in the field of doves. When she worked, she would sweat the day from her palms, and a wave of ease would wash her clean. Home was skipping in the grass, ball and chain dragging behind her. Liberated and scathed, she fell back to the earth. She trudged the thousand miles on her own, back to broken bones, back to sprained pride, back to work. Prodigal daughter come home only to find a desert. Master found new slave, doves swarming the carcass of her heart and crumbles. Cradling the pieces, she cursed the sky. Screaming hellfire, she made it her goal to kill. Cars passed the town, wondering what had begot the woman lying in the dust. In the dark, she had come undone. Nothing left of the city but the match that she used to burn it all down. Vengeance. Abigail. Yes. God, this is crazy. I'm so inspired by you. So nice. I'm not mad at you anymore. Really? Yeah. Well, I feel kind of bad. Do you want me to play my part? No, you don't have to. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, God, you're just so cool. I'm I'm so glad I'm your friend, Tula. (laughs) Let's keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. Y'all good. I appreciate you sharing. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Um, Let's talk yeah. about negative ways of expressing ourselves. There are a lot of those. Right? I know. 
Um, so I think expression, we've been mostly talking about artistic expression. That was artistic expression. Um, but there are lots of ex- ways of expression that are not artistic. They're yeah. just how we express our feelings, how we express our thoughts. Um, and so some of those ways are very negative. Um, we can take our feelings out on others by saying rude things or being physically aggressive. Um, and sometimes those aggressions are not um, constructive. They're not helpful. Yeah. So when do you think specifically those times happen? I th- We see it often in examples of bullying, especially in school and whatnot. We totally. see We see these bullies acting out. They're like, I don't know what a bully sounds like. You, we can go the stereotypical, like, hey, yo, give me your lunch money type thing. <laughs> or anything like that i mean like right now it's mainly cyberbullying. you yeah. see someone that that doesn't have i don't know that doesn't look like kylie jenner and you comment some crap under their post and that is bullying that is I bullying. telling you now so and true. i see it all the time i'm complete almost completely desensitized to seeing it and there is something wrong with you you are expressing some, i thought you were talking to oh me oh my god i, I was making eye contact said, with something is said. wrong with you <laughs> but no when it comes to bullies and other things like that we have to realize right yeah that something is going on yeah that however is not an excuse to be a bad person not an excuse to be a piece of crap but it is the reason totally and i think there's got to be something going on at home and you're expressing your emotions yeah and that is a very bad way to express your emotions everyone yes i think sometimes it's appropriate to hold your expression that you want to do in because sometimes it's not going to help anyone it's not going to help you it's going to hurt people and in those cases it's okay to hold your expression in and wait until you can go talk to your therapist about it (laughs) i was just gonna say is there ever an appropriate time to just not express yourself at all um uh yes and no i think if you are really bothered by something and you don't say something um then that it's not going to turn out well you're going to end up harboring resentment and the other person is going to end up having it exploded on them at some point yeah and i i think i'm gonna have to say no (laughs) like of course if your expression is like okay i'm gonna beat this person up don't do that but you need to find a different way to do it yeah so it's not like <sighs> method of I'm, expression I'm about, is important. I'm about to be a little hypocritical here, but okay. it's not like keeping your emotions in is going to make them go away completely. Right, everyone? Totally. Can I get an amen? Amen. And can I get an F in the chat for emotions? <laughs> and that is, that sucks, right? Because if it was up to me, I would go do something and whatever and then i would just be like goodbye and never think about it again but unfortunately humans are flawed and i am especially kind of flawed when it comes to dealing with my emotions yeah so when it comes to expression you gotta have a way to do it totally right and yeah i think yeah you gotta express yourself no matter what yeah i think like i said method of expression is very important yeah i think if you have a really strong feeling you should express it it's just it but you need to find a healthy positive way to express that something that is going to benefit you rather than bringing you down yeah another form of expression Mm -hmm. is music right songwriting singing everything like that and let's talk about bad expression from good expression from bad artists right yes is it possible to remove the artist from the art 
No. No. No, I do not think so. And here's why I do not think so. Okay. In today's world, someone is going to profit off of whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. Someone is going to. That's just how it works. Whether you buy a handbag or listen to a song or just anything that you do, someone is going to profit off of it. Mm-hmm. Mostly mm-hmm. monetarily. Mostly, yes. Um, so you cannot specifically for artists um if you buy someone's art and they are a person who has done very bad things or believes in different things than you do um i mean you're supporting them you are supporting their values because they will continue to use that money to support their values and here's the thing even if hypothetically i could listen to i don't know swimmers music without giving them any benefit to it it's still their art they are like i don't i I don't know they're still singing and they're still making the music and i cannot listen to that and be like oh this is not by that band that's full of terrible people yeah because even if you're not giving them money you're giving them support by listening and i i just can't imagine myself sitting down and being like yes i know the person who made this was a terrible person but i'm just gonna listen to it because i like the music and that's so interesting because artists like picasso the that guy was not cool probably not no, no. he was not like he um a little bit of a pedophile um so, like these crazy people who are revered renowned for their art are not good people and we still value I, their art so i think that's really interesting we often value fame over moral when it comes to artists yeah i'm serious like or it, it's just everything's so fast-paced now too yeah that like yes you'll get in trouble and one month later someone more famous than you will do something even worse which uh, for some reason pam does cancels your mistake out question yeah. mark <laughs> and so yeah i mean obviously that's not correct but yeah Okay, so leading into that, this is a little less about expression, but I want to talk about it because it's really relevant to right now. Yes. I want to talk about cancel culture. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Start us off. Okay. I do not appreciate cancel culture, and here is why. I think some people legitimately do deserve to be, in quotes, canceled. They are not good people. They have had countless tries to do things right and they have not again and again and again and they have proven that they should not have this public influence that they have okay cancel them yes but i do think there are instances in which people can grow they can apologize for their mistakes it can be legitimate they can grow as a person and they can be different than they were yes and i i am here to let you in on a little secret celebrities benefit from being canceled because they're getting a lot of attention yeah and that is the truth if you don't like someone here's 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 a very new and here's a good example so like someone that's famous if you don't know who this is good for you it's jake paul he has been canceled so many times because okay and his brother logan paul yeah the whole thing with the japanese forest and everything Mm -hmm. like that getting into controversy doing something wrong posting an apology video that gets 28 million views you're making money you are making money if it has ads on if you're getting views you're making money you are you're gaining something you're profiting off of this quote-unquote expression if we want to tie it back and that is bad as we've already established yes so about cancer culture we gotta ice these people out if you're a bad person if you think someone's a bad person don't do not support them. Yeah, don't do support not, them. That's all you need to do. Because I promise you, when you're when you're trying to cancel Trisha Paytas for the twenty third time, she is rolling in the money that you are giving her for br- 
for saying her name and bringing her up and, and what it looks that like is un- that you're yeah. trying to bring attention to yourself and what that what unfortunately happens in our society is is every action that you do good or bad or neutral is essentially benefiting someone somewhere right yep so cancel culture is bad and oftentimes the worst of cancel culture happens to people who are actually trying to get better yeah they are good people yeah i think yeah and make make mistakes because everyone makes mistakes i think my problem is when does it end if one person makes one mistake when does it end when can they not move forward anymore yeah, that is a good. That is an how can you grow? Define question. No one is perfect. Like we, we all make mistakes. We all do things that we don't want other people to see. Yeah, and of course, I mean, I would eventually, if I was on camera twenty four seven, and there were paparazzi at my door, there's there is a high chance that I would accidentally say something that people found offensive. Exactly. When you're constantly under the public eye, that is obviously not an excuse for being racist or homophobic right, or absolutely. things like that, transphobic, anything like that. But it's so much pressure you can't like you know obviously i i present myself as as a more polite person than i would if i'm at abby's house yeah totally (laughs) or we're on break (laughs) screaming at each other but yeah i just feel like it's impossible to be to be a 1000 percent good person when you're constantly observed 24 7 yeah because no one is a 1000 percent good person exactly everyone has good aspects to them and bad aspects that's why famous people are stupid and that's the tea <laughs> so real. cancel culture bad uh making mistakes and apologizing for them good yeah and we will be right back after this break quick break bye guys. beginning october 29th Join me, Jim Tate, on Americana Avenue, 2 to 4 p.m. Tuesdays. Hear Troubadours, J.J. Kale, Towns Van Zandt, Willie Nelson. Hear legendary ladies, Mavis Staples, Lucinda Williams, Barbara Keith. Hear Social Satire by Todd Snyder, Randy Newman, and James McMurtry. Hear local sounds from Tanya Baldwin, Buffalo Jones, the Camaros. And here at Shiny Rooms. That's all on Americana Avenue on Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. See you there. Man, it's a great feeling to finally get another car after that old one's been breaking down over and over. And it's another great feeling to get even more use out of an old car, and here's how you do it. Donate it to KYRS. Car donors get a KYRS membership, a tax deduction, and the satisfaction of really helping out. Just call toll-free 855-KYRS-CAR. That number is 855 597 72 I'm gonna get me a car and I'll be headed on down the road. Hello! Hi! It's me, Tula. It's me, Abby, and this is Tabby Cat. Yeah, welcome back again. You're on KYRS. We are talking about expression, and this part of expression, we are talking about 
censorship oh yeah y'all. finishing each other's sentences that's so cute tula i know honestly where are our ship edits guys yeah please start making ship edits of tula <laughs> and i we have so many pictures together right and speaking of censorship actually yeah um let's talk about it should stuff should like old or like we talked a little bit about offensive literature mm-hmm. should it be taken off the shelves no we already talked about it yeah i don't think it should be taken off the shelves i think it should be we gotta observe it yes it should be preserved in the sense that we need to look at it and say this is our history how can we improve from here yeah and we see censorship coming up a lot in america right now here here again is a super sick gen z take info thing yeah trump is trying to ban tiktok because it's a national security threat that is one thousand percent an example of censorship from the government yeah and it's it's kind of stupid. it's because tiktok people don't like trump it's because it's it's there's a lot of leftists on tiktok yeah and so doing that just gonna say it that's an authoritarian move yeah for real definitely dictatorship definitely feeling a little bit like that's wrong and that is wrong yeah that is a good example of modern censorship and we see censorship all the time right totally like even even back um I don't know, 1800s, maybe early 1900s, examples of gay love in the military and how it's just like hidden from a lot of literature. And then hundreds of years later, we find these letters between two men and there is just this beautiful romance, right? Yeah. That we weren't allowed to talk about. Yeah, because it was censored. Yeah, right? Crazy. And I feel like there's a lot of probably very important and... um, mm, what What is the positive antonym? Like, what is the antonym for detrimental helpful sure uh, we can use that like maybe <laughs> maybe um i know there's a better word i just can't oh think goodness of it. i know uh vital to current history maybe yeah. there's probably a lot of things that got censored and never got uncovered that we could have probably benefited with now yeah i think so we could totally have our words used against us at True. any point um so i want to cover this really quick so a lot of old confederate monuments are being taken down in the mm-hmm. south right now mm-hmm. because they are glorifying old racist white men that is 1000 percent true so is that censorship mm-hmm. i don't think so i really don't think so i don't think that's what censorship means i think it is not it's not erasing history it's saying these belong in a museum not in a like a state <laughs> yeah. capital where we, it's yeah the confederacy and everything like that um i don't know you guys are kind of weird <laughs> like yeah, y'all are a little weird i don't get the whole like okay well here's a racist in the middle of uh the louisiana like what is the point yeah part it is it is unfortunately part of history right yeah uh slavery was part of history this uh totally in- yes. independence war and the civil war and everything part of history doesn't mean i am like on my daily commute and i'm like oh there's a giant 12 foot racist like i feel like you're right museum but it belongs in a museum it belongs somewhere where it can be preserved yeah, it's not like it's not like we don't already know yeah <laughs> we do not need that confederate statue to remind yeah. us if that black people were slaves yes if there's one thing in america that we know at it's that we were racist that is like sending <laughs> yeah it's bad yeah let's talk about um like news censorship and artistic censorship like false information being released because of censorship yeah censorship it's scary Ugh. i think news censorship is a problem now more than ever it's crazy it's crazy out there it is so hard to figure out when something like what actually happened God, i know i can't believe that like anytime i read something it's like okay let me go check 
four other articles. And yeah, because if you don't, yeah. you might be let me go spewing to the, false information. Yeah, let me go to the media bias site to make sure that it's not like... Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's just like... God, I don't even know. It's difficult to talk about because I took I took a media class on like deep fakes and fake media yeah. and stuff like that. This is unfortunate. A lot of news is for profit now. And there's a lot of things that they're like, okay, well, this conglomerate doesn't want us to talk about this, so we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. And a lot of things, or maybe exaggerating a story, so people are, are clicking and like, oh my God, you'll never believe what blank news yeah, so they'll get paid more. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And I think we see censorship in a lot of different ways, especially now. It's so casual. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think censorship, news censorship specifically, it's really, it's a dangerous path to go down because once you start censoring news or things that have happened, then you leave room for propaganda. Exactly. That and for people to make up things that are happening yeah and we've seen it in history so many times where the government is manipulating the people through propaganda and censorship like yeah we we see that all the time in the holo like when we're learning about the holocaust yeah it's it's terrifying that it was advertised like okay well here's this little boy holding a violin see this isn't a bad place yeah absolutely and that's what was shown to americans genuinely so many people were like oh well whatever yeah and it's it's like uh, half the time i don't know what to believe and that's hard because i'm trying to get the facts right and i'm trying to do all this all these correct things right yeah and i think like science fiction novels like 1984 that is pretty accurate you know yeah now big brother is watching yeah i read that book way too young yeah me too i'm <laughs> i'm reading through it again all right yeah but it i mean this propaganda it happens be it, like i think it starts with censorship you're not telling someone something or you're saying that it didn't happen and then you move on to but this did happen yes. this is how it is even though that's not true genuinely i know it's crazy and yeah okay there's another important thing we should talk about let's talk about the difference between hate speech and free speech yeah go uh hate speech and free speech free speech means that you can say things you can say pretty much whatever you want um and that is, I think what people forget about free speech is that you can say whatever you want, but you are going to have to deal with the consequences <laughs> yeah. of what you say. And um, it's kind of weird because people are like, okay, well, free speech says I can say this really derogatory and racist thing. Okay. And I, I okay. I'm going to unfollow you. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> no but well actually maybe i am maybe but depending on what you're saying i'll keep it a surprise anyway violence is not the answer yeah but i feel like it's interesting to look at the difference between hate speech and free speech yeah hate speech is i i think hate speech inherently violent inherently threatening threatening violent against a minority yeah absolutely yes. uh, eh, yeah i'm pretty sure that's right i mean i guess you could is hate speech against white people yeah um, depends anyway so hate speech and free speech are different free speech is a privilege yes but only privileged people have the privilege of speaking freely right. we talked about this last week oh i know there's the a heck? different sy criminal justice system for poor people versus for rich people it's just different that's it's, all there yeah. is to it like if i crash my mercedes-benz into a cop and they, they get out of the car and they're like hello and i'm like sup and then like swear at them they'll probably be like okay yes 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 but if if i am speeding five minutes five minutes five miles <laughs> over the speed limit and i get pulled over and i'm very polite 
there's a high chance that I will get that someone will get profiled unrightfully yeah the car you're driving the color of your skin and it's honestly you're completely right that and we talk about that in um to All cancel culture ones. yes when it comes to celebrities it's like they get off scotch-free half the time yeah right? because they yeah yeah they, they are supported by the government they make money they are protected um so yeah free speech it, so basically what we're saying is you have the right to express yourself pretty much however you want 1, to percent. but you are going to suffer the consequences it is not free speech is not a get out of jail free card yes it is not a get out of jail free card because you said something that you are now regretting exactly i know and it's just ah yeah you're right it's definitely hard now through social media you can say whatever you want and half the time people won't trace it back to you right absolutely but yeah i feel like we covered it i think so too i think yeah, so the takeaway, expression is a healthy way of coping. And yeah, you should never feel bad for putting creativity into the world, right? Absolutely. And speaking of that creativity into the world, this is our creativity, right? So here we are at KYRS. And if you are enjoying the show and want to support our way of expression, make sure to text give KYRS to 44321. And if you want to give us a little extra boost, follow us on Instagram at tabbycatkyrs and visit our fancy website tabbycatonair.com yes make sure to tune in next week for another fun-filled episode am i right absolutely sorry for the technical difficulties earlier i apologize we will get everything figured out all right so uh we will talk to you guys next week uh this has been tabby cat on kyrs medical lake spokane 88.1 and 92.3 fm all right love y'all bye guys bye